This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. Time is your most valuable resource. The problem is most people spend their time instead of investing it. The waste amplifies when you look across the people you work with. If you aren't clear about what matters most, you end up working longer hours and sacrificing your personal life. We help people like you implement a system to turn your big vision into action steps. So instead of just being busy, you'll be productive and achieve extraordinary results, both professionally and personally. As a listener of this show, you know that while the principles of the one thing are surprisingly simple, they can sometimes be challenging to live. And what stops most people from living the one thing is they don't have a system to live, which we call the productive system. This is part four in a six-part series where we walk you through the six steps of the productive system. The first step is to transform how you think. The second step is to cast a vision for where you want to be someday from now, which brings a lot of focus to what you need to accomplish over the next year. Once you have that, the third step is to create a plan that creates clarity and alignment across your team. Once that plan is created and everyone is on the same page, step four is to prioritize your activities, the pieces of the plan that you are responsible for, so you know what you need to accomplish this week and month to be on track for your year. Then step five is to take action by time blocking so your calendar reflects your priorities. And finally, step six is to build habits around the activities that make achieving your goals possible. In this episode, we are going to focus on the fourth step, prioritizing your activities. While it's not required, if you did miss steps one through three, we would recommend pausing this episode and starting with step one so they go sequentially. As you listen to this episode, if you'd like help implementing this in less time with less stress, simply head over to theonething.com. That's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com. Individuals can learn about our Living Your One Thing training membership. And if you're a leader and want to discover what it looks like to bring this to your organization so everyone is more productive and accomplishing greater results, you can request a consultation and we'll line up a time to connect. Just head on over to theonething.com. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. We're going to start by discussing the 20% challenges people face when it comes to prioritizing their activities. Again, when we talk about 20%, we're talking 80-20 rule. The 20% challenges that drive 80% of the friction. In this case, it boils down to three 
things. First is that people really struggle to build a bridge from their plan for the year to what they need to focus on this week. The second is people are often in reactive mode versus being in a proactive mode. And the third challenge is that people struggle to say no. So we're going to unpack each of these to help you understand what this means and how you can actually overcome them so you can achieve greater results in less time. If you're like most people who listen to this show, then you've set goals before. I want you to think about a goal that you set in the past that really mattered to you. Something that you said, hey, if over the course of the year, I accomplished this, it would mean the world to me. The moment you had clarity on that goal, were you clear on exactly what you had to do in the next week to know that you were on track for that goal or if you had fallen behind? If you're like most people, the answer is no. And again, immediately give yourself some grace. We weren't taught to think this way, but this is what the productive system provides for you. Once you have your plan for the year on what you need to focus on, ultimately, your level of success in achieving those goals comes down to your ability to take small actions on a weekly basis that puts you in alignment with that goal. The problem is, most people do not know how to build that bridge. Here's the problem. If you don't know what you need to do this week to be on track for the year, it's really easy to get off track so slowly that you feel like you're succeeding. I remember hearing Gary Keller share in a mastermind. He said, one of the challenges people face when they start trying to live the one thing is they're failing so slowly they think they're succeeding. I think a great example of this is our diet. A lot of us know what it feels like to... We know what we should be eating to have thriving physical health. Yet, the consequence of making poor choices is delayed. If you eat the cookie today, it's not like you wake up tomorrow and your pants no longer fit. And there's instant gratification when you eat the cookie. It tastes awesome. Can you tell that I like cookies? The problem is you're failing so slowly, you think you're succeeding. And if you continue down that direction over time, one day you look in the mirror and you no longer recognize yourself. It's the same thing when it comes to our goals. And a great way to visualize this is the airplane. In part two, we talked about casting a vision about how if we were to board an airplane together in the Los Angeles airport and fly to New York City, and if when the plane took off, a gust of wind hit the plane, blew it sideways, and just knocked it five or 10 degrees off course, and the plane did not correct, there is zero chance that we would end up in New York City. Here's how this relates to you achieving your goals. If you do not have a simple way to identify what you must focus on this week to be on track for your year, it is easy to say yes to things that seem urgent in the moment but may not actually be important in getting you to where you want to go. And over the course of the week, you can get off track so slightly, it's unnoticeable. But week after week after week, that gap will grow until all of a sudden you look up and realize, oh my goodness, I am so far behind that you may question if the goal is still achievable, 
or some people give up on their goals altogether. This is why every single one of us, whether you are doing this as an individual, whether you are doing this with a significant other, whether you are doing this with your team, you need a way to take the plan that you have in place for the year, which we talked about in the last episode, and be able to say, great, what piece of the plan am I personally responsible for? And how do I prioritize my activities this week so that I know I'm on track? We'll walk you through our process for this later in the episode. The second challenge people face is it is so easy to be reactive instead of proactive. Here's how this surfaces. A lot of people, their weeks are driven by what is already on their calendar, what is at the top of their inbox, and any message that they get, whether it's a text message, a Slack or Teams message, or somebody calling them or stopping by and saying, hey, do you got a minute? And because you're a team player, you say, yes, you want to be responsive. You want to be able to help people as fast as possible. And you can be really busy and look up at the end of the day and wonder what I actually got done. Another way that this manifests is if you work inside a traditional work environment, people are used to their leaders telling them what they need to be focusing on for the week. I mean, think about what a one-on-one between a leader and a direct report looks like. Usually you're sitting down, you're talking about how is the weekend, and then the leader starts asking, hey, where do we stand on this? And what about this thing? And what about this thing? And oh, by the way, I need your help with this, this, and this. And the leader is just giving the direct report a bunch of things that they need to focus on. This leads to you as an individual reacting to whatever is in front of you versus being proactive on what matters most. It's the number one lie of productivity, folks. It's the lie that everything matters equally. It is a lie. Everything that is on your plate is not of equal importance. The opportunity is to look at everything that's on your plate, whether that be the stuff that's already on your digital calendar, the stuff that's sitting for you in your inbox, and all the list of other requests, and to view them like dominoes, to stand them up, to line them up, and to whack away at the most important one first. We've got to hold ourselves to a higher standard where we no longer accept being reactive all the time and making a stand that for at least a portion of our day, we're going to be proactive. We're going to be clear about what matters most, and we are going to invest our time knocking down the dominoes that will make everything else easier or unnecessary. So we know that we've got to have a way to get clarity on what we can focus on this week to put us on track for the year. We know we need to have more time where we are proactive rather than just being reactive all the time. When we get back, we'll talk talk about the third challenge people face, which is learning to say no. Welcome back. The third challenge is people really struggle to say no. This is one of the thieves of productivity, the inability to say no. So many people struggle with this. And frankly, if you struggle with this, it's probably because you're a good person. You want to be supportive of the people around you in your professional life and your personal life. 
problem is you can't be all things to all people all the time. If you're familiar with Parkinson's law, it states that work expands to the time you allow it. There is more work than there is time. And it's why every single one of us feels like we have too much to do and not enough time to do it. What I want you to imagine is a rushing river. Imagine watching river come rushing down around the bend and it comes up to a huge boulder that's in the middle of the stream. What will the water do when it hits the boulder? It goes around it. It's the same thing here. Saying no is less about saying no and more about what you are saying yes to. Having clarity on those big rocks, the 20% priorities you can do that will drive 80% of the results, having so much clarity that that is what matters most, placing that boulder in the stream, i.e. your calendar, so that when the water hits it, it goes around it. Steve Jobs was a great example of this. When he came back as CEO from 1997 to 1999, he took the company from 350 active projects down to 10. He literally shut down 340 initiatives that were already approved, up and running, let alone saying no to all the other opportunities they could have said yes to and rallied the entire company around 10 core things. Apple went on to become one of the most valuable companies in the world. He was so clear on what the organization needed to say yes to that saying no became a lot easier. And here's an example that might hit home for a lot of you. If you have kids, if you got a phone call right now that one of your kids was in the hospital, you would not be listening to this podcast anymore. You would automatically be focusing on how you can get to your child as fast as possible. You would be so clear on what you need to say yes to that saying no to this podcast would become a lot easier. If you are that person that struggles to say no, what you're actually lacking is clarity on what matters most. Because if you were really clear, if I could only do one thing in my personal life this week, it's this your odds of getting it done go up infinitely. If when you showed up for work, whether that's at home or in an office, and you were so clear of all the things that I could do this week, if I just got this one thing done, I would absolutely make the biggest impact toward me achieving my goals for the year. Your odds of getting that done would skyrocket. But we've got to get that clarity. So let's walk you through how we do this. We have a simple tool that gives you clarity on your priorities called a 411. It helps you understand what your priorities are each of the four weeks to be on track for your one month, to be on track for your one year. And just like for those of you who are old enough to remember calling 411, you called to get the relevant information or truth. And how this fits into the context of the productive system, once you've transformed how you think and you cast the big vision and you turn the vision into a strategic plan for the next 12 months, you look at the pieces of the plan that you are responsible for the year and you put that into the annual section of your 411. And then all you do is ask, what do I have to do by the end of this month to feel like I'm on track for those things for the year? And you get that clarity. And then you look at it and go, great, if this is what I have to do this month, what do I have to do this week to feel like I'm on track? I want to be clear. 
This is not everything that you have to do. These are the 20% priorities, personally and professionally, that will drive the biggest impact. We're talking like three to five things. It's a short list of what matters most. But all of a sudden, you are able to go, great, if I want to transform my health this year by losing 10 pounds, then by the end of this month, I know I have to exercise 20 times and I know I have to have four time blocks where I plan my meals for the week. And in order for me to be on track this week, I know I have to exercise five times and I have to have one planning time block for me to plan my meals. All of a sudden, I'm not just focused on losing 10 pounds over the course of the year, but I am clear on the dominoes I must knock down. When am I going to the gym this week? When are my five time blocks? When am I going to plan my meals? so that I make better choices throughout the week. Because if you knock those two dominoes down over the course, week after week after week, you are far more likely to transform your health. Same applies to your professional life. We all have big things we want to achieve in our roles, in our companies, but we are so busy reacting to emails, to meetings, and to people asking, hey, do you got a minute? That it can be easy to not do the things that matter most. Here's the other benefit of the 411. If you have a leader that you report to, or if you are a leader and you have direct reports, this becomes the backbone of your weekly one-on-one conversation between a leader and a direct report. And here's why this is valuable. In a previous episode, we mentioned that the job of a leader is to teach their people how to think. Because if you teach your people how to think, they can suddenly get what they need when they need it, independent of you. And the journey every one of us goes on is moving from I do it, to we do it, to they do it, to them feeling like it's theirs. You move from I doing the job, to all of a sudden you become a leader and now we do the job. But as long as you have to do it with your people, you still own a piece of their job and you feel stuck. The opportunity is to move out of we do it, to they do it. The moment Your people can do it independent of you. You start to experience freedom. And the ultimate is when they feel like it's theirs, when they feel ownership over it, because that's when you start unlocking entire new levels of growth. As we shared earlier, most one-on-ones between a leader and a direct report is about how was your weekend and where do we stand on this? And by the way, I need your help with X, Y, and Z. When you take that approach telling your people and the leader driving the conversation, you are solidifying your space in we do it together. And you will forever own a piece of their job and feel stuck. Here's the beauty of the 411. The leader does not drive that conversation. The direct report shows up and presents the leader with their 411 document. When they do that, they're making a declaration based on the plan of our team I know these are the few things that I am responsible for that matter most this year. And in order for me to accomplish that, here's what I have to accomplish by the end of the month. I'm talking the three to five things that matter most. And in order for that to happen, here's the handful of things that I've got to knock down this week. And then you as a leader get to play coach and make sure that you are teaching them how to think so they can get what they need independent of you. I'll share an example of what this looked like. I had a woman that came into our organization 45 days in. 45 days into working with us, she sat down for our 411. She handed it to me and she said, Jeff, I'm clear that based on the plan we've created for the business, 
This is what I'm responsible for this year. And in order for that to happen, I know these are the three things I've got to knock down by the end of this month. And if that's the case, here's the dominoes I've got to knock down this week. Here's where I need your help. You invited me to these eight meetings. And what I'm realizing is, as I look at my calendar, is if I say yes to attending those eight meetings, I may end up saying no to my priorities on my 411. What should I do? And I looked at her and said, cancel the meetings. Do not show up. That's not what's most important. I can fill you in on all that after the fact. But imagine 45 days into a new job, that's how she was talking to her leader. This is what becomes possible for every single one of you. You build the bridge between what you need to do today and where you need to go. All of a sudden, you become far more proactive and less reactive. And because you are clear on what you need to be saying yes to, saying no to the other stuff starts getting a lot easier. So let's talk about how you put this into action. If you have not yet seen the 411 template, if you head on over to theonething.com, that's with the number one in the URL, we do have a section for free resources where you can download that template. It's very simple. You've got two sides, a professional side and a personal side. You've got annual, monthly, and weekly priorities. You start at the annual section, you choose one goal, Place it in there, break it down to what you need to do this month, break it down to what you need to do this week. Then you earn the right to do it again for a second goal and then maybe a third goal. It's more about getting the practice of breaking an annual goal down to a weekly priority than doing it for every goal that you have. And that is because the path to getting everything you want starts by getting one thing at a time. So think big, go small, and trust the dominoes will fall. Now I will manage your expectations Completing a 411 is an entirely new habit. While it sounds simple, (laughs) it's like an 18th domino. It's the domino that could actually knock down the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And even though the Leaning Tower is actually leaning, if any one of us tried to knock it down, you feel like you're ramming your head against the wall and not actually making a lot of progress. If you would like help using a 411 so that you prioritize your activities on a weekly basis as an individual, check out our Living Your One Thing training membership. We have an entire community of thousands of people using a 411. And if you are a leader in an organization and want to make this part of your culture where every week you and your people do 411s, head on over to theonething.com, request a consultation, and we can walk you through what that looks like. If this episode has brought value to you, please share it with somebody you know that needs to hear this. If you are new to the show, click the follow button so all future episodes are automatically downloaded to your device of choice. Because in the next episode, we're going to talk about once you've prioritized your activities, how you take action by time blocking your priorities. Finally, If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us reach more people and fulfill our purpose, which is to help you better invest your time so you can achieve extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. We look forward to being with you in the next episode. 